0: You're listening to Forecast, the marketing podcast for professional services leaders. If you're looking to generate more leads, win more deals, and take your firm to the next level, this show is your shortcut. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Ahmed Munawar, and I've got Savo Neil on the show today to talk about how to generate more leads from your website. So if you've got a website up, and I certainly hope you do, but it's not generating leads or it's not generating as many leads as you'd like it to, then this episode is for you. Savo has done a lot of really deep thinking around what consultants and consulting firms need to do to squeeze more juice out of their websites. And we get into that in detail in this interview. Show notes are at forecast.fm Savo. That's forecast.fm slash T S A V O. Before I let you go, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, you can do that right now by heading over to forecast.fm slash iTunes or forecast.fm slash Google, depending on which team you play for. Here's Savo. Savo, thank you so much for coming on the
1: show. Thanks for having me, Ahmad.
0: Listen, kick us off by giving us your quick backstory, who you are, what you do, and and where you came from.
1: Okay. My name is Savo Neal. I'm from Vancouver, BC, and I started out when I first graduated university as a web designer, and I helped any sort of business use a website to attract more leads and, and get more sales, and now i focused solely on business consultants and small consulting firms helping them use their website to generate more leads and convert convert their current leads into clients.
0: Tell me why you decided to focus in on consultants and consulting (laughs) firms.
1: So I learned from my research that 80.8% of consultants list attracting and developing new business, which is a fancy term for getting more clients as their number one business challenge. But when I looked at these traditional consulting websites, they do nothing to really help them attract and develop new business. Whereas your more modern consultants, so people who consult an SEO or design, their website is their number one business development tool bar none. So I wanted to bring some of this knowledge into the more traditional consulting space and help them use their website to get more clients.
0: So you're going after the kind of the buttoned-up consultants in more traditional industries that aren't very digital or web-savvy. Is that right?
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: And so explain to us, you know, for folks who maybe aren't as well-educated on the importance of a Mm. website and a digital presence. Explain to us, you know, if I'm a consultant, I sell my services, what is the role that the website plays in helping me attract and acquire new business?
1: Okay, so the first thing I would say to that would be four out of five of your prospective B2B buyers are going to look at your website before doing business with you. So whether you use it as a business development tool or not, it is one of the first markers of credibility that someone can can check you out. So if, if you refer to someone, to a decision maker, the first thing they're going to do is check out your website and in my opinion, this can either lead them into your sales pipeline or, or turn them off completely. So your website, your website is that first, that first barrier of credibility, and that can either bring them into your pipeline and really enhance your credibility and make the relationship start off much stronger, or it can sort of be a, a non-factor. It, it
0: it continues to amaze me so how many people mm-hmm. fail to understand this i mean i can't even tell you all yeah. the time i get these comments from folks like you know I, i'll bring up their website whether it's a prospect or a client we'll talk about their website and and i'll get comments like yeah. oh um well my buyers they don't you know they don't buy from a website you know we don't sell products this is not yeah, e-commerce yeah. right it's not right. it's not that important but then yeah. when I follow up and I ask them about, hey, when was the last time, you know, you you were looking at a service provider for yourself, for your own firm? Um, and mm-hmm. and they'll say, oh, I was looking at uh, someone to help me with X, Y, and Z. And I'll say, did you go to their website? Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. So when did you go to their website? Yeah. Well, before before we had the call. Oh, so you did look at it then. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So do you think that their website had anything to do with the impression that you formed of them? Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. if you look at your own buying process as a buyer, then it becomes really clear how important the website is, isn't it?
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, so what, are the, what are the mistakes that you see your clients and just, you know, folks in the space making when it comes to building a website? It's like, you know, you need one, but no one really knows how to do it, right? So what are the mistakes yeah. that people make here typically?
1: Well, I think the biggest mistake is that they follow the traditional sort of brochure website. So when you read through their website, it's all about me, 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 we do this, we serve this, we've done this. And it doesn't really foster any interaction with their prospect. So most consultant websites, they don't have a simple contact form, but they won't sell the reader on actually filling out the form. So what, what does the reader get in return for filling out your, your contact form? What would they learn from a free consultation with you? And most of these consulting websites in the business space, just, they don't really focus on the reader. They focus on themselves. And I mean, the number one rule of copy is you want to focus on your reader. So I think that most consulting websites the biggest mistake is the if, if your website could fit on a brochure and there's no nothing that really helps you interact with your prospect that's the biggest mistake you're making because at the end of the day it's a piece of marketing material and it's and it's um the point of it is to drive profitable customer action and if you just have a sort of brochure if it reads like a brochure it's not really helping you drive any action whatsoever
0: I guess the the issue there it seems to me like it's it's a it's a mindset issue almost like it's mm-hmm, where people course. where people go wrong is they misunderstand the purpose of a website so if you yep. think the purpose of a website is to just explain who you are and what you do and and put your headshot on there then i suppose a brochure website does the trick right
1: mm-hmm. but yeah.
0: what you're saying is well that's not really the purpose of a website is it
1: right yeah i mean I think technology, uh, internet technology has come to a point where there's so many different ways where you can use your website to start a relationship with your prospect. I mean, we have things like email lists and live chat and webinars and your website can be the hub for all of that ways to start interaction with your prospects. Whereas, you know, in 1999, All you would really need is a a simple HTML template, which sort of said we do this and that was enough but nowadays when prospects come to your website you want to have The right things in place so you can actually use your website to start a relationship with them
0: Okay, so let's so if the goal is you know now we're in 2017 the 90s are long Mm -hmm. gone the 2000s are long Mm -hmm. gone Maybe you could have gotten away with a with a brochure website and certainly in the 90s Maybe even as, as early as 10 years ago or as late as 10 years ago but now that's that's, you know, that's table stakes right now. You need to be yeah. starting a relationship with your prospects through your website. What does that look like? What, what are the elements that you have to have in place on your website to start a relationship with a prospect or a visitor?
1: Mm-hmm. So I think the easiest way that consultants can get started doing this is by offering a free consultation. And I don't mean a free consultation. I know you, you, you wrote an article about this. I don't mean. A free advice session. I mean, a free learn about the problems and learn how you can help prescribe those those problems. So, I think a free consultation is a is a great way to start if you do it right. Because if you, if I if I tell a consultant you need to get active campaign and start email marketing automation, that's all. If they're not using their website to win business already, that's going to sound very intimidating and very hard for them to set up. So, start with a free consultation. Don't just say, fill out my contact form, say, this is what you'll learn from a consultation with me. And that'll help you get in the mindset of using your website to book out more conversations with your prospects. And for something more advanced, you can go with a a lead magnet. So you can give them a offer, a white paper or a free checklist in return for their name and email address. That's something I do. But both of those simple ways you can start to use your website to Actually get some information and these are and these are qualified lead, lead leads, right? These aren't just a list of names and email addresses these are people who have shown interest in what you have to offer
0: Yeah, no, I think the free consultation makes a lot of sense I know I know I've written about it before and talked mm-hmm. about it and and, and there are mm-hmm. times where you want to remove the free consultation And that's a separate that's a separate conversation altogether But I mean mm-hmm. at the very least uh, I think what you're saying makes sense if right now you're offering you know, it, you, you're not even offering anything, right? It's just, it's a contact form. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a contact mm-hmm. us. Well, right. why in the world would anybody want to contact you, right? Exactly. What's, what's in it for them? You, you can kind of flip. It's essentially the same call to action, but you flip it on its mm-hmm. head and you say, hey, here's a free consultation or a free strategy session or some kind of value added exchange. Um, and, and that alone is right. probably going probably gonna to 2X your lead gen from your website, Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's just a nice, simple way to get started. And I think consultants who don't do anything or they don't gain any sort of interaction through the website, that's the perfect place to start because they already understand that talking to more prospects and having more conversations with with more people in their target audience will lead to more business. So if they can use a website to start doing that, that's that's a good place to start.
0: So what else do they need to be doing though? Because if if all the website says is hey here's a free consultation, then they're probably not going to get a very good uh, yeah, a very good yeah. return on that. So what else do they need right. to do on the website to get people to take I that think action? The number,
1: yeah, I think the number one thing that consultants aren't doing is writing content, and I don't mean I don't mean blogging. I, I mean they're, they're not using their website as a publishing vehicle and. I think in this industry, especially where your advice is essentially your product, when 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 your prospect reads your work, they're get, they're getting an an insight of how it would be to work with you because you're showing them your expertise through your through your w- written uh, work. So I think using your articles to educate your prospects, give them a sense of your expertise, and have that call to action. Displayed throughout your website, whether it be a contact form or a, a lead magnet, a lot of these prospects are going to land on your website through your blog post, and you want to have that connected to your contact form or your lead gen, your lead magnet. But yeah, I think blogging and, and and content marketing, and I like to say that all you have to do in this in this is share what you know. I mean, you don't have to think of it as writing blog posts or producing content. Just share what you know and because you're a consult consultant and you have things that your prospects want to learn, then sharing what you know will put you in a mindset of creating content that will help your prospects in their business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the way I think about this is just picture yourself and your closest competitor. And let's say, mm-hmm. for starters, you both have a, you know, a, a brochure kind of based website, right? Where you're not really saying a whole lot. And Mm -hmm. and then let's say you write, you know, five to 10 articles. And it doesn't need to be a lot, right? You write five to 10 Mm -hmm. articles that tackle some of the common questions that your your clients have or some of the common problems in your industry. And you write a really well thought out article for each one. And Mm -hmm. your competitor doesn't. Now, put yourself in the buyer's shoes. If they look at both mm-hmm. websites, one has some, some good articles that solve reader problems and they're, they're, there's clearly a value proposition in those articles, and the other right. one doesn't, and they're otherwise identical, who do you think is going to get the call? Exactly. It's kind of a no-brainer, isn't it? Absolutely. So, what are some other things that folks should be doing on their websites to make all this work better?
1: Okay, yeah, I think a a services page is tricky. It's obviously something that you want to have on your website, and I am of the opinion that having a a la carte menu of your services is a good idea if you preface each service with a qualifying question that makes them a good fit. So instead of just listing out your services in in a in a in a in a paragraph, you want to say, are you? You want to give them a qualifying question that would let them know that this service is for them. And that way, you can draw their interest into that service. And, of course, your services page, if you have, you know, two, three, four different types of services, you can make a CTA that says, not sure which service is right for you, schedule a free consultation. And that makes a natural way for them to contact you and find out what service is a good fit for them. And on the on the topic of uh, blog posts, I think a resources page where you... Organize your blog post into a around a structured theme and in an in an order that your your prospect can read and gain an understanding of a certain topic in your industry as opposed to just dumping all of these posts on them. That is a, that's a great idea because if you can if you want to position yourself as a thought leader, then having a resources page which your industry can look up to for for um, reference is is another way to easily establish yourself as a thought leader and also increase your traffic to your website. And then obviously the case studies, You, I'm surprised at how many consulting websites don't use case studies because that's, that's a great way for your prospects to see how you've changed results in your, in your client's business. And that kind of gives them a preview of what you can do for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just want to highlight, I think, your website, Savo, and for, for folks who are mm-hmm. listening, SavoNeal.com. We'll have a, a link to that in the show notes. Um, that's actually a really, really strong case study for how to create the right kind of content that buyers are looking for. Now, you mm-hmm. you position yourself as a, as a web designer. And to be honest, I think, mm-hmm. you know, when we started the call and I asked you about your background, I think it was the first time I've heard heard you say that. I don't think I got that from your mm-hmm. website because your website's so buyer-focused, so problem-focused right. that I mm-hmm. almost didn't even connect that you were a web designer uh, until yeah. I think I went to your services page and I saw kind of what that a la carte menu was. So a couple of mm-hmm. important lessons here, I think, that that people can learn from your website is that, first of all, Savile's not writing the typical stuff on a web designer's website <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if there yeah. is content typically on a web designer's <laughs> website usually there i mean it's it's some it's some kind of collection of logos they've designed as if that's somehow important to people right
1: exactly so, so first of all yeah. the fact that yeah. you're
0: writing is is excellent and and the stuff that you're writing about is great cuz it's not about how to design a logo it's not about how to choose a font mm-hmm. and i think that's really important mm-hmm. because that's a trap that consultants get into right because consultants are absolutely very passionate about their solutions and what they do and yeah. the intricacies of the work but they forget mm-hmm. that the buyer doesn't actually care about all that stuff. That's why they're going to hire you.
1: Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. They, they care absolutely. about the result
0: of the outcome. So I love that you're really focused on your website about, you know, here's what's actually important to my buyer. You know, they, they want websites and they want leads and you're teaching them how to do that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you have this really clear layout on your services page of, oh, you want my help? Sure. Here's how I can help. And mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. you know this better than I do, but how many times do you go to someone's website And they're doing a lot of things right. They're positioned well, maybe they have good content, but when it comes to, hey, what do they do, you're scratching your head,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? And and that's, I mean, that's the lowest hanging fruit. If you're not clear on your website about what you do, how do you expect people to hire you, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, I think what you do and more importantly, who you help should be apparent throughout your website because... People are only going to give you a few seconds, and if they can't figure out, is this for me? Then they're gone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So listen, Savo, what about uh, social media? Where does that fit into the equation? Because folks might be thinking, well, you know, I get that I need to do this on my website and start conversations and create content, but but shouldn't I Mm -hmm. be doing that on LinkedIn or Twitter or something like that? So how Mm -hmm. do the two fit together?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a great point. I think, I think LinkedIn is fantastic for consultants. I'll give you a practical example. I just published an article on the best podcast for consultants. I shared it through my LinkedIn and someone contacted me through LinkedIn saying, Hey, I loved your article. Let's book a call. I'd love to learn how you can help me. So you, what I like to do is you publish your content first on your website, and then you very simply share that content on LinkedIn shared in the groups you're in and the same with Twitter I think LinkedIn and Twitter are in my opinion though the really only places a consultant needs to share their content I just think they're they've got the most prospects on those platforms especially LinkedIn but use LinkedIn and Twitter to share your content and join in on conversations where you can add value. It's really that simple. I mean, you can create a five minute schedule where you share your content and you you reach out to to prospects and you add value in conversations. It doesn't need to be complicated. It's all about using those platforms to blow your own horn as they speak, because if you don't, then no one's ever going to hear about you. So use those platforms to share what you have to share and add value. It's it's really, it has to be that simple.
0: So in, in your opinion, it's create content on your website and then use LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever social network you want to be a part of. Use that as a, mm-hmm. as a means to drive traffic back to your website.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Add, add traffic back to your website or to your, to your LinkedIn page. If you also want to use that for, for lead gen and marketing and, and sales. So,
0: Okay, so let me ask you a question that I have to ask anybody who's in the lead generation website space Which is Mm -hmm. how do you feel about pop-ups?
1: Pop-ups get a kind of a bad rep, but they work. I use them on my own website and I haven't had I mean the people who Who don't want My my advice or what I have to offer then they're gone anyways, but I feel like my offering is strong enough with my pop-up that it's not really going to hurt my chances with my prospects. And if you have something valuable to offer your prospects, then I would recommend using a pop-up because it does—it it is effective. And as long as you don't use it on mobile or other places where it really, really hurts the user's experience, then I'm all for it. But that's my opinion. I know some people think that they're the, internet, the bane of the internet, but... It's a simple fact that they are among the highest converting opt-in formats
0: yeah no I, I like your perspective on that because I, I think uh, it ultimately does come down to the content right People might get annoyed, mm-hmm. but again, if you're providing valuable content, if you have a really good offer and it exactly. needs to be in their hands and you're confident yeah. in that, then why would you hesitate to ask and I also right. think. You know, maybe there's an argument to not be too aggressive with pop-ups on websites mm-hmm. in other industries. Right, but As right. a consultant, like, I mean, you likely don't have a massive volume of web traffic. Yeah. So anybody that lands on your website, I mean, you really need to be doing your best to convert them into a lead to grab their contact information. Because if you don't, I mean, there's no guarantee they're going to come back. They probably won't come back.
1: Yeah, and 95% of your website traffic won't come back. So I think a pop-up does a good job of, you know, getting their information while you can and offering something of value that'll that'll start the relationship off in a in a good way.
0: Yeah, and, and if folks get upset or they're not interested, then like you said, right, they're probably not going to work with you anyways. So it's okay. You can upset yeah, you exactly. can upset people that'll never pay you. That that's allowed.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: So, listen. If someone's listening, and you know, maybe they don't have a website, or they're you know uh, they're not really happy with their website. What's your what's your best advice to kind of get up and running as fast as possible?
1: Yeah, I think it's easier for people to look at how a good consulting website looks in in person, and I would direct them to my my product, which is, I, I built it not only to, as a, as a piece of content, but it's more of a reference for myself to remind myself of what I've learned after analyzing so many consulting websites and putting it into a, a practical example. And they can find that at consultant template.com. If you go there, you'll see what I believe to be the best start to any business consultants website. So all the pages you need, the way your, your copy should be structured, the design. All of that is on that URL, and that's sort of my specialized expertise in the format of an actual live website. So,
0: so how, how do you, if it's a template? How do like how do I use that template to build my own website?
1: Yeah, so I give the I give the homepage away for free, and that that comes with a it's it's a it's a bit of a a technical a technical thing, but. I mean, if if a consultant wants to, they can look at this this uh, this this live demo and they can build it out themselves if they're experienced with WordPress, or they can install my my free homepage template. But everything you need is there to sort of look at how you can build your own your own um, sales oriented and buyer oriented consulting website.
0: Got it. And we'll link to that in the show notes. But before I let you go, Sav, I wanted to ask you about. Uh, platforms. I know you do a lot of work mm-hmm. on WordPress. Of course, mm-hmm. now folks are well aware there's things like Squarespace. There's other kind yep. of all-in-one website tools and platforms.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: what's What's your recommendation on platform?
1: I, I recommend WordPress because it's. I think it's the easiest way for consultants to publish their work because it started off as a, as a blogging platform and it, and it makes it easy to share what you know. But ultimately, use whatever... Is easiest for you. I mean, if if you prefer Squarespace and that that'll help you get started, then go ahead and use Squarespace. But if you want my recommendation, it would be WordPress.
0: And and that's just because it's because of the, the the publishing functionality. Is that why you recommend WordPress?
1: Yeah, and and all of the software that's available for it. It's it's just it's a really it's a really good platform for consultants specific, um, especially because because of how easy it is to set up yourself. And if you did want to hire a professional to get something more custom and more professional, it's it's um, just as easy to do that. So it's good whether you want to do a DIY or you want to hire a freelancer or even an agency. WordPress is good for all three of those options.
0: Awesome. Makes sense. Listen, Savo, anything else you want to mention about websites or lead generation that we haven't talked about here?
1: No, I think we covered most of it i mean i think consultants just start start writing and start sharing your content and and create a daily schedule that you can complete in half an hour to an hour where you where you maybe write 250 words and share that on linkedin and and reach out to three people you you haven't um you know three people in your target audience and if you can stick to a simple schedule that you can complete in half an hour to an hour today where your website's a part of that and you use it as a Sort of hub for all of your your content, then you'll find that you'll you'll start to build more predictability into your business, and it and it doesn't become a matter of luck when it comes to finding prospects and, and starting more conversations.
0: Excellent. And, and what was that URL again for the for the template?
1: Yeah, template dot com.
0: Cool. Consultantwebsitetemplate.com. dot Also check out savoneil for all the great content that we were talking about earlier. We're gonna have links to both of those in the show notes for this episode. Savo, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, Ahmad, thanks for having me.
0: Hey, it's Ahmed here again. Before I let you go, there are two things I want you to do. The first is if you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play by visiting forecast.fm and clicking on the relevant link. While you're at it, please do leave us a rating or a review because it helps more people discover the show. The second thing is I want you to grab my free course on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms. Inside the course, you will get a step-by-step framework to help you generate a flood of new business for your firm. The course is 100% free of charge, and you can get immediate access at 5leadgen.com. And you can spell out 5 or use the number, either one works. That's 5leadgen.com. Thanks for listening.